All right, guys, welcome back to Portable Success. It is Emily. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you have made it to this episode, this is episode 35, which, considering I have tried to start a podcast, I think, four times now. Four times in the last, let's say, year. I wouldn't say 2020. I would say, like, year in general. I've tried to start a podcast four four times and every single time I'd get a few episodes in and give up and this episode is going to be mind-blowing like mind-blowing and I think it's because it was for me um and I really hope you get as much value out of it as possible because if you are a small business owner trying to build a personal brand just trying to take control of your life a little bit more then this episode will be absolutely key to that because it was something that I learned about two years ago and it completely flipped the entire script for me and ironically it was the way that I lived my life anyway but then when I got into business I got very caught up in selling now, this isn't the first time that I've said this. I don't know how long you have been here, but it, this is not the first time that I've said this. I'm going to have to move this. Um, you should not be selling all the time, you know, and I want you to really listen up now because if you are any of those categories that I just said, this this is it. This is it for you. This is brilliant, amazing value. So after a conversation with someone that I know, um, not a client, not someone who is paying me, you know, not someone that I've worked with before, just a person who asked for my advice, it just kind of put it all into my head. And I was like, shit, this, this is probably why I'm able to do what I want and feel happy about it. And I was discussing with this person how to build a personal brand because if you know my backstory I never wanted to be a personal brand I never ever wanted it I didn't want people to this has only happened like once or twice I didn't want people to stop me in the street and go oh you're Emily and I'm like <laughs> last time I checked I am <laughs> like I, I did not want that when I started business. What I wanted was to start a business. I wanted to I wanted to take something, to take an idea and see where I could go with it. And I have been able to do that. But then off the back end of it, people have got to know me as a person. And people like that. And this is why personal brands are amazing. You look at anyone right now. Tony Robbins. Most people will probably now know him because of Conor McGregor, because he's Conor McGregor's mind coach. Tony Robbins was good with money. That was the first thing that he was good at. Yes, he's got very a lot of psychological skills and stuff like that. He knows the human mind and how we work and how we feel and think and everything like that, which is insane. And he has been doing that his entire life, but he made quite a lot of his money through investments and through money. Finances. And you look at him now and he's doing massive mentorships and mind coaching and this and that and the other. He's just utilized his personal brand. Grant Cardone is in real estate. 
real estate but everyone knows him as Grant Cardone there are hundreds of thousands of people that work with that man who have no no need to go into real estate uh, but they love him Gary V Gary V started a wine business now what do people know him for speaking social media it's the same with me I started a clothing brand that is how I started and then I moved into different things and utilized it and one thing that I learned especially when I was younger so when I was a small child a wee little Emily I've always found that I've wanted to help people no matter what it was from a young age I've always had that really weird passion to help people so when I this is a really I think it's a really funny story because now I look back it makes sense but at the time I had no idea what I was doing and why I was doing it but when I was younger I was about 10 years old um to get horse lessons horse riding lessons we had to work we had to work i think it was two days two days for one one hour lesson um and you could only do it from 10 years old you couldn't get paid whatever you know it was very set very structured um and i remember that situation because my mum and dad couldn't really afford for me to have horse riding lessons all the time they were like 16 pound or something but we are thinking oh god we're thinking nearly 20 years ago now so you know like it was a lot of money my mum and dad don't come from a lot of money they've worked very very hard for everything they have and I remember sitting there and being like mum when I get to 10 when I get to 10 I'm gonna earn my own horse riding lessons and I never asked my mum for money the second I got past 10 I would work my Saturday and I would work my Sunday to earn my riding lesson on a Sunday morning and that was just the way that I was from well I was never little like if you ever meet me I'm quite tall so um I was never little <laughs> but that was what I did you know I really wanted to do something and then I in my tiny little brain was going I get to help someone and get exactly what I want out of it it was killing two birds with one stone and I loved it I absolutely loved it I would spend it's called Rose Cottage as well like I remember it to the T and I remember being that kid who would be like shoveling horse crap for like six to seven hours a day and enjoying every single second because I got to be around the horses that I liked and I got to help people that I liked and I got to help my mum and dad financially without any money being passed over and this is a problem that we have in society right now is that there are two different groups of people i'm going to try and explain this in the best way possible there are two different groups of people there are people who very much care about their audience care about what they're doing care about their brands their businesses and blah 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 and then there's this lovely group of people which i call what am I going to call them? I don't know. Get rich quick. <laughs> and they basically go, you give me a thousand pound and I'll make you rich. And this is a subject I talk about all the time because I get asked about it all the time. Um, and 
those people usually you find in the system and they will make a lot of money. They will actually make a lot of money and they'll be posing next to their fancy house and their nice car and their nice watches and all that kind of shit. And they will do that. But if you looked them up in 20 years time, they won't exist. And if you looked them up deep enough, they may be bankrupt or working somewhere else, you know, had to go back to a full-time job. I've had a friend who's had to do it themselves. You know, she told me to quit everything and go join this business venture because it was the best thing since sliced bread. She earned a lot of money. I'm not going to lie about that. She earned a lot of money. And now she doesn't. And that's in the space of two years. In the space of two years, she earned a lot of money, spunked it away. Now she has no money and is a delivery driver. And I... I'm not saying that is a bad thing. But her as a person should never have done that. She should have never got down that road because she's too valuable for it. So if you are a small business or a personal brand and something, and I'm going to say this as like a, a disclaimer. If you are doing this and your whole livelihood is focused on this, I mean, as in this is your business, you're listening to this and... If you don't make money, you don't pay rent, you don't live. Um, do not do what I'm about to say. People find me crazy, and this is why I'm going to say this. People find me crazy because I have a full-time job and I do everything that I do on the side. But there is a reason for that. There's a reason for that because this day job pays for me to live. It pays for me to live and it pays for me to be able to put a small chunk, a big chunk, a in-between chunk, whatever, into business, into growing those businesses. And it takes the stress off me. People think um, working a full-time job and having three businesses and stuff, how does that take the stress off you? It really, really does. Because my fundamentals as a human being are being met. I have time and I love work. <laughs> so that's fine. If you want me to work 80 hours a week, 100 hours a week, cool I'm down but fundamentally me as a person if I cannot provide for myself and my family that is what's going to hurt me the most so if this is a business that your whole life is riding on and you currently need to make that couple grand a month off that business or it won't um or, or you'll be in big trouble this episode is not for you this episode is for the people who are trying to build a personal brand, trying to build something, but they don't have that kind of financial need for it. Because um, I think they're, they're the two different kettles of fish, and I will go into the other side at some point. So if you're a small personal brand or a small business, startup, whatever, you still got your job or you're living with your mum and dad, and you, you, know, you can be a little bit flexible, basically. Um, my advice is give as much value as physically possible. And I have been doing this since day one. Going back to that story as me as a little kid and someone turned around and said, you work two days and you get one hour of your horse riding for free. And it was like, you're not getting it for free. But, <laughs> but for me, that was the start of something amazing in my life because I do this a lot in business and I really think that if you want to go from being the between five to ten million people in the world right now that are trying to do the exact same thing that you are doing to actually succeed in it 
giving out value for free there is a bug in my car and it's annoying the shit out of me sorry um if you want to push yourself and actually gain an audience that gives a crap about you 100% give out value for free so people have always told me i have done photography for free shoots for free i remember one time that i a clothing brand may i remind you that i have a clothing brand myself a clothing brand in the same town with the same sort of ethos with the same sort of colours, whatever. This brand was ridiculously similar to my own. And they needed some photography work doing. And a little film video and stuff like that. And I talked to the guy. And I liked the guy. The guy was nice. He was cool. He was just trying to make a difference in his own little way. He was me two years prior to that. Um, and I helped him. I did the photography for free. I did the film for free. He loved it. You know, we still talk to this day. Um, but a lot of people get so wrapped up in, if I give out so much value, um, then someone's just going to take that, regurgitate it and throw it out again. That is true. That is what loads of these get rich quick people do right now. They they take what Gary Vee is saying, Tony Robbins, Grant Cardone, uh, Mel Robbins, Simon Sinek and all this kind of stuff. They take their shit, jumble it around a little bit, spew it out and sell it to you. And that is, that is what they do. If they are good at what they do, they will be able to utilize that and build upon it. If they're not, they will continue to copyright people until someone catches them, basically. And that's why I think give value out for free. I worked with a company that technically is a competitor. And the reason that I didn't feel bad for it, and I actually enjoyed the entire process, and I still check in with him and we talk a lot and I like to find out how business is doing and stuff, is because I didn't see him as a threat. I didn't see him as a competitor. I saw him as another human being trying to just live the life that they want. And me, myself, and I with my photography and film skills could help him do that and not everyone has seven to eight hundred pounds to be able to afford a service though there are a lot of people who can and there's a lot of people who do and i gain money from that <laughs> no part of it is bad but when i started I would give out everything for free. I taught people how to build an audience for free. I have people who have better audiences than I do now because of things that I have taught them. And I think that is more valuable to me. Okay, fine. There are a lot of people that take my content, use it, you know, sell it, you know, sound like it's their own you know they've done it all by themselves and stuff like that there's a lot of people that do that and that's cool you know like i'm not mad about it that is their that is their like that is themselves that is what they want to do so cool go do it whatever um but it doesn't mean that i'm not going to win as well 
But I do think, and this is something Gary V has said, and I know I do quote this guy a lot, but he's not lying. Like, I'm, I'm unlike him, I'm not telling you to give away your bread and butter to any Tom, Dick and Harry that's going to listen to it. But I really do think that if you are not trying to be a valuable human being, human being in society then you're not going to go anywhere um you can't expect people to pay for a service if they don't know who you are and that's how i feel about it and that is why as i didn't want to be a personal brand i still became a personal brand because People wanted to know who I am. They wanted to know how I speak, how I think and I feel. And it happened. Considering at the beginning of the day, let's say this went somewhere. Let's say you are listening to this now 10 years in the future. And Emily Topping is a big brand. And she's doing a lot of things in business. Being the boss lady. I don't know. I don't know. And you relive this video where basically I'm sat here just being like, yeah, just, you know, give it out for free. Do this, do that, you know. That's why I don't think my success is determined on what value that I give to my audience. Because I spoke about this with a friend of mine, Bianca. Um, a lot of people listen to these and they don't take them for what they are. Like, you give shitloads of value away and then people are like, oh, yeah, that's cool. That's nice. And then they never do anything with it because it's free. A lot of people um, get some sort of, like, emotional connection if they pay for it, which is really weird. I didn't learn about that for a very, very long time. But as... What's the best way to put this? To finish off this podcast episode, I really, really think if you are trying to get into any sort of space, so I don't even care what space it is, you know, real estate, finances, wealth, mentoring, Facebook marketing, whatever it is. My advice to you is that you put out content a lot. So, I mean, I personally would do at least once a day. I do once a day 95% of the time. Sometimes I don't. You know, look at the minute I'm not posting because of the whole like big movement that's going on with Black Lives Matter. Like I, that is me personally taking that upon myself. Like no one's asking me to do that, but I just feel like I'm just gonna, like I am doing my part behind the scenes now instead of putting my part on the scene. And I think you should give more value in your content. Like, uh, I mentor some photographers, and they're amazing. They're such lovely human beings. And But sometimes I have to sit there and go, your posts are great. And they're like, oh, really? And then I'm like, yeah, but there's nothing to it. Like, a great photo is brilliant, but how were you feeling when you took that photo? Like, what's your mindset around it? How did you capture that in a photo and it's just speaking to your audience you can never sell like if for people who just want to sell you can never sell to an audience that don't appreciate you you can't sell to an audience that don't value you so you've got to build that value that relationship and that trust um you know 
I'm re I was going to say I'm really lucky. I'm not really lucky because I worked my ass off for it. Um, I worked really, really hard. That's 95% of my clients, when they start working with me, they don't start working with me for a month or two. Like, I think my longest client is now two years. And it went from doing his photography to now doing, like, email marketing, video editing, photography, Facebook marketing. Like, I do so many things for him. And it's insane because that's how our relationship has developed. And it's like, it's not even just working for a client anymore. It's like working for a friend, which win-win. Um, but yeah, I 100% think that ending this podcast episode, if you want to develop on the social media space, like that, we'll put it into the big context of that. You need to be giving as much value as you physically can for free and build that relationship with that audience for an extended period of time and then when the time comes that maybe you make a course about how to use Lightroom and Photoshop or how to buy your first property and stuff like that then when you sell it when you've put all of your education and all of your knowledge and all of your talents into a product that that person wants to buy it basically I hope you guys have an amazing day amazing week i can't wait to speak to you again you guys are the most amazing audience i've had a bunch of you contacting me recently we've had new people i don't know what happened in the last week or so but i've had like a really big spike in in people listening to more than a minute of the podcast episode and i really appreciate that so if you made it this far thank you so much for doing that i love you a lot I'll see you in the next one. And guys, remember, success is portable.